Every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Okay, so, you know, we've, we've been speaking again to our wonderful green dude and ultimate cheapskate, Jeff Yeager. And we've been kind of doing this holiday theme thing. And we've spoken to him in the past about all kinds of really fun holiday gift projects. But one of the things we have touched on with him in the past has to do with not not buying anything and 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 giving alternative gifts in that um, they're gifts of – well, I, I'm going to let him kind of describe what we're talking about because I'm fumbling here. Hey, Jeff. Hey, good to be back with you. It's always amazing, isn't it, that uh, you talk about black fr- the rush to buy Ugh. stuff on Black Friday, that the exact day after the day we've spent <laughs> sitting around with our family being thankful for what we already have, right. and the following day get out to the stores and trample our friends and colleagues to get <laughs> $10 off on an Xbox or something. It's So he called me a humbug, but, you know, I, I, I believe that people would be happier and the quality of their life would actually increase if they would only spend and consume less. And that's why I was really excited earlier this year to go on to the board of directors of one of my favorite nonprofit organizations. It's called the Center for the New American Dream. Yeah. Their website is newdream.org, and that's an organization that's all about trying to convince Americans that if they consume less and consume smarter, um, they'll be happier. And, you know, that's that message resonates so much at this time of, of the year with all the gift-giving and on their website, you'll find resources for how to to have a less materialistic uh, uh, Christmas or holiday, without um, uh, and and have, and and convince your kids of that fact too. Yeah, and how that can really make you happier. They also have an alternative gift registry on the website, so that if you're getting married or something like that. You know, you can use their gift registry, not just for just for traditional gifts. You want somebody to buy for you. But, you know, if you want them to give gifts to charity in your name or maybe re-gift an item that, that, you know, here's some things that I'd like to receive if you already own one. Right. um, Or gifts of time and all of that kind of thing. So, you know, I do a lot of public speaking, as you know, and I'm always, particularly this time of year, asking when, when it comes to gift giving of the holidays, I like to ask the audience, particularly older people in the audience, how many gifts from your childhood holidays do you even remember, yeah. let alone still have? Right. And, you know, hardly any hands go up. I mean, yeah. Maybe one or two really precious things out of the piles of stuff most of us had showered upon us. Right. But then I ask those people, how many memories of those same holidays long ago do you still have? And oh. all the hands shoot up. Yes. You know, so memories and experiences tend to appreciate in value, and stuff tends to depreciate in value, not just financially. I mean, most of it does, but uh, emotionally. It just means less to us the more time that that goes on. Well, there's just – there's such – we're finding all these stories lately, you know, about all the stuff we're getting in trouble with. Just too much stuff. There's too much garbage. There's too much plastic floating around in the oceans. It's just all this stuff. We've become this, you know, uh, society of stuff. And um, I've been over the last few years been inspired to really reduce and just get rid of and in a responsible way and share, you know, because I find that I have this abundance, this crazy abundance of stuff. Right, right. 
Yeah, I mean, ultimately, it consumes us. We don't consume it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and here's a kind of a shocking statistic, which is that for each of the past 50 years, per capita consumption in America, you know, the gross amount of stuff that we consume right. has increased by about 1% per year for 50 years. So we're consuming now 50% more stuff than we were 50 years ago. And as you well know, there's no social science that shows that that increase in consumption has made us any happier. Yeah. In fact, in general, we're yeah. less happy well. than we were 50 years ago. And I don't know that that's related to the stuff, but it certainly hasn't, uh, particularly, you know, where, where I... The, the niche that I write in is that, um, you know, is the the personal finance niche, which right. is that, you know, if this stuff isn't making us any happier, particularly if we can't afford it, yeah, and we're borrowing money to do it, then that then it's making us less mm-hmm. happy. So you know, it's consuming less for most Americans is the right thing to do for the environment. But here's the good news: yeah. it also makes you happier. I think so. I I'm. I can't tell you how good it feels when I've gotten through a big project of going through a bunch of old boxes and clearing out. Uh, you know, uh, I had a whole room full of old stuff that I've been carting around, moving from you know house to house. I haven't even looked at it. You know, so it it felt very good, and in general, it feels good to just not have so much clutter around me either. Sure. And so I think coming up in the holidays, I mean, the, the rule is to try to look into the crystal ball and predict what those few gift items are going to be that someone's still going to yeah. own 10 or 20 or 50 years from now. And those are the ones that are the most important. And I'm not against gift giving, but I mean, I think we should approach it that way, that if if you're buying anything that's that's disposable right. uh, or that's not going to last, I don't understand how that's a significant uh, how that's a significant gift. I can also say, as you know, my father unfortunately passed away earlier this year, and he mm-hmm. was he was an amateur potter, and uh, I always liked his work. And but you know, he was an amateur potter, and uh, he would always give us some of those pieces for the holidays, and and we appreciated, and we always put them out. Yeah. But I can tell you that since his passing, I mean, they are my most precious yes, items. Yes. My, so, so if if somebody, if a relative gives you a handmade item this year and you kind of roll your eyes, yeah, uh, you, I think you'll feel differently. You know, if that person is gone, sometimes, and this is what you have left is something that the person, you know, made with their own hands and imagination. Well, I agree, and I've been making gifts for the last few years, and, and I get a little eye-rolling, but I know my kids do appreciate it, and I know for the most part I appreciate being given something that has some thought and love and meaning to it from the gift giver. Um, and, yeah, mm. well... And, and, they'll only, and, and they'll only continue to appreciate value over time, as opposed to most store-bought stuff that rapidly depreciates emotionally over time as it wears out or becomes obsolescent or what. So I've taken a really different uh, view on handmade gifts uh, since my father's passing and, yeah. and seeing now seeing now how, you know, those pieces of pottery that he made are yeah. just like the most precious things. Aw. Well, and, and when it comes to buying, you, you talked about, you know, you're not against gift giving, but I do this thing now where I really have this little list of questions, I, you know, whether it's a gift or something that I think I want, uh, do I really need it? Is it, um, you know, how was it made? Was it responsibly made? Is it recyclable? Is it got a long life? Is it disposable? You know, all those questions. 
Um, and I can ask the same things about gifts. Um, right. What, what is like? I like the idea of thinking. Ten years down the road, is this going to be something this person will appreciate or um, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I think at the holidays, and of course, you know, my wife and I, for a variety of reasons, we don't have any any children, so I, I'm really reluctant to ever offer any advice on raising children. But through my the four books I've written, I've interviewed a whole lot of frugal folks who have a whole lot of kids. Yeah. And one of the things that came out when it talked about gift giving was that they said, you know, in traditional families or a lot of families, parents, out of the goodness of their heart, want their children to have everything they want as soon as they want it, particularly at the holidays. So yeah. that's why there's this flood of stuff. And while the the intention is great, the long-term implication is, is, is not so great. But right. it teaches the children, the child, that in life you get everything you want as soon as you want it, whether or not you can afford it or not. And yeah. of course, most of the time, the kids don't know if mom and dad are just putting all this on a charge card and then, right. you know, we'll be sweating for months about how right. to pay it off. Right. Just and, and also, appears. I think it tends to confuse in children's minds the notion that the giving of stuff is equal to love. Yeah. And yeah. I think they're two different things, and I think sometimes the one can be a substitute for the other. And, um, well, I've know. enjoyed as my daughters have, you know, they're they're grown up. In fact, I have grandchildren from my oldest daughter. But as they got to be more adult, we began to have more of a ritual of getting together and making things, and we made them for each other for Christmas. But it became more of a, a, a social and fun, and um, you know, like a new tradition. We we get creative and we make things together yeah. over the holidays, rather than you know worrying about you know this, this special bag, you know, the special purse that somebody wants to have, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I, it's, it's, um, it's, it's all about being more mindful and, and in, in many ways. And I, I, you know, I appreciate your point of view and the, the new American dreams got it right. Yeah. Well, there, and one of their mottos is more fun, less stuff. Or, yes, or more yes. or more of what really matters. I mean, that sums up what that organization is about. And I encourage your listeners to check it out because there's a lot of great free resources on their their website and they're doing really important sort of groundbreaking work in trying to revisit you know what the american dream really yeah. is in this day and age yeah so. well a very... but now you have a good holiday don't be too much of a scrooge but do stay cheap <laughs> thanks jeff want more information on this green dude segment and other ideas for low stress green living Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.